Welcome to the Unstoppable Real Estate Agents Podcast. I'm your host and real estate productivity expert, Kim Hughes. Join me as we focus on real strategies and implement real solutions designed for you to achieve major success in your business and life while getting you organized. What I wanted to do today is talk to you about your database. Um, There's a lot of people really unorganized in this area of their business. So what we thought we would do is kind of touch base on it, give you some tips on how to make it better. And then, you know, hopefully these are tips that you'll walk away with and apply them to your business and take it very seriously. And then as you go through the end of the year, you're you're going to set yourself up for even a better 2018 because your database is the heart of your business. Okay, this is where every person that you have worked with, whether they were a buyer or a seller or a relocation or family, friends, whatever that case may be, these are the people that are going to give you future business. They're going to send you referrals and they're going to be all that. They're going to be your fans. So we really want to focus on nurturing that database so that you're not working so hard trying to build your business based on the leads that you're getting. And you know, there's nothing wrong with leads and there's nothing wrong with paying for those leads to a point. But I look at it that if you took the amount of money that you spend monthly in putting it into lead generation programs and you took that money and you put it into a marketing strategy on how to nurture your clients that you have in your database, you will see that return of investment so much quicker. It will last and stretch so much further and be so much better for your business and set you up for success from here on out. And you have heard this not just from me, but from every real estate coach, every CRM program, other real estate agents. This is a very important topic and it's a very important part of your business. The first thing that I want you to really, really focus on is where does your time go every day? Now stay with me on this because I know you're going to think, what does time have to do with my database? But you have to structure your time to devote to your database. That's the number one key. So when I say, you know, let's look at your everyday, how you do your time management, how you're organized, how you plan that day to be successful at the end of the day, whether it's in your personal or your business, right? So what I would like for you to do is say, you know, well, I spend, you know, I get up at six, I exercise, I do my motivational, I do my meditation, my you know my yoga, I may look at my planner and map out my day of what my clients are doing, etc. But what I want you to really focus on is where can you find an extra 10 to 20, maybe even 30 minutes a day to sit down and organize your database so that it is in great condition. So depending on how big your database is, is going to depend on how much time you spend getting it organized. So if you're fairly new in the business, you may have 50 people. You may not even have five, but this is even for those that are that don't even have a large database. This is for you because you're going to start off 
already out of the gate 100% organized. Now, if you've been in the business for a while and you have a little bit of a database, you may have a hundred people, you may have a couple of hundred. Again, you're going to be in a better position to take the time to organize it now instead of next year when you may have 300, 500. Um, so let's, let's look at it that way. And then if you're that agent that has been in business for a long time and you're like, oh my God, I don't even want to talk about database because you have thousands of people in that database. This is a good, t this is a good tip and strategy for you as well. So what I've done here is I'm hoping to cover all aspects of agents, regardless of where you are in your business. So these are going to be tips that you can apply to no matter where you are, brand new, seasoned, been in the year in the business 30 years. Okay. So my tips are are going to be where do you have your database right now? Where do you store that database? Do you have a CRM program? Is it on the back end of a website? Is it in your smartphone? Is it on an Excel spreadsheet? Um, you know, where where is your database? That's the first thing you need to identify is where it is and then is it accessible for you to actually get to it to where you can organize it. So if it's in your phone, then you need to move it to your desktop or your laptop and then you need to organize it. And the best way to do that is an Excel spreadsheet because then you can move columns around, you can move people around, you can delete, you can add, do all kinds of things. You can add anything you want, you can subtract anything from it, and then you've got a really good system. So what I want you to do after that is, once you've made that determination, you know, write it down. My database is in my smartphone. It's in my CRM program, my, smartphone, uh, my Excel spreadsheet. I keep it on my desktop, whatever that is. Okay, there's no right or wrong way at this time where it is, just identify that you even have one. And then what I want you to do is kind of think about how that database is organized right now. Is it already in a format or in a, um, a group that you have, you know, maybe your past clients, you have leads from whatever program, you know, it could be Zillow, Realtor.com, um, could be from your website leads, you know, where do your, you have your past clients. These are people that you have either represented in the sale or the purchase of a home. Then you're going to have leads and then you need to identify where did these leads come in from because we want to track that. So that would be a column. So let's say your database is in a smartphone. You're going to download it to the cloud and then you're going to upload it into an Excel spreadsheet. And then I want you to add a group um, to your Excel spreadsheet. And then, that, and then I want you to identify what groups are you going to have past clients, referrals, business associates, vendors, hot, cold, warm leads, you know, so think about how you want to group them. Or a lot of people call them contact types, whatever that is. I call them categories, groups, contacts, whatever. But you've got to kind of come up with a list of how you're going to put these people in that particular area so you know how to um, communicate with them. Okay, so now what I want you to do is start, you've got it exported, hopefully in Excel, um, because that's going to be the easiest way to do it. 
I'm not saying that's the way you should do it, it's just the easiest way. Then you're gonna add a column that should be the first column and you're gonna call it a group. Um, what groups are you gonna do? So write on a sheet of paper, what groups do you feel that you need to create that identifies with your database? And then what I want you to do is after that, go through and say, I'm gonna do the first thing is I'm gonna do is I'm gonna sort my past clients. I want all of my past clients already in a group and those are sorted. So you don't have to think about that anymore. Then you're gonna go in and say my family and my friends and then that's in another group and then you can have another group that's your local vendors, business associates, etc. These are people that in your community own a business, you do business with them. This could be maybe your insurance agent, it could be your local restaurant, um, you know, whatever that may be. It's a business. And those businesses, you will be doing, you know, you will be associating with them, but you want to do that in a different fashion. So make sure you separate them. Okay, and then once you have those, those particular, those are going to be the easiest things you can do. Past clients, vendors, and then family and friends. Now what that's going to leave you with is referrals. I mean, I'm sorry, um, leads. So now what we want to do is go, okay, well I have, and I'm just gonna use some numbers here. Say you have 500 people in your database. 100 of them are your past clients. 20 of them is your family and friends. 30 of them are business associates. And then the whole rest of them are gonna be your, your leads. So now what I want you to do is go through those leads and decide what category do they go in. Do they go in hot, warm, or cold? This is very elementary, you know, and it's very simple. So you don't really have to think a whole lot about it. So then what I want you to do is now you've got your cold, your warm, and your hot leads, right? So now what I want you to do is identify how you're going to work with these people. So what I mean by that is if this is a cold lead, then okay, how are you going, what have you done to talk to them? Did you get that lead from a lead generation program? Maybe it was Zillow, Realtor.com, something like that. Then, what do you have them on? Have you communicated with them? So when you get a lead, you know, they should get an email from you. You should be communicating with them in some way. You should already know, are you going to be um, a cold lead, which is six months plus in my opinion, Warm is three to six months, zero to three months is hot. So the ones that are further out, yeah, you wanna stay in touch with them and you wanna have some kind of a system in place, but at the same time, you don't wanna spend all your energy on a lead that's not gonna be ready to do anything until down the road. So let's focus on the hot leads and then put them on something, market stats, you know, the MLS search, you know, make sure their criteria is correct and then go from there and get all of that taken care of. So that way, that is working for you automatically. Then what I want you to do is focus really on your past clients. So what I wanna do is have you create a you know, sheet of paper. Um, you, know, you can make it as fancy as you want, but we're gonna have a sheet of paper that's going to have all the information that you need from that past client because what I want you to do is go through those past clients and I want you to either pick up the phone or determine right then and there, 
how that information is updated. So just like I said, you can take a plain sheet of paper, write on their name, address, email, phone number, birthday, um, you know, when was it that they bought or sold with you? Has it been a year, two years, five years? What is it? And then even though you have maybe not communicated with them in a while, that's okay. Because what we're going to do is create a way for you to reconnect with them. And by having this information written down in front of you is going to give you what we call our notes. And that way, when you make that phone call, you might have a little butterfly in your stomach or you may feel a little hesitant, but that's okay because what you're gonna do is have this sheet of paper in front of you so that you can have that conversation. You're going to have that information that you need from that client. Um, so what I want you to kind of visualize here is write out maybe how you're going to start that conversation when they pick up the phone. What is it that you're going to say to them? And then how are you going to go into the conversation of saying, I need to update my records and get all the information that you want from them? And you don't want to just be that person that says, hey, this is Kim. I'm updating my records. I noticed I don't have some updated information on you. Do you have a minute to give me that information? Well, I'm going to go no because I'm having dinner or I'm watching a movie or I'm spending time with my kids. But if you call me and you start a conversation and you say to me, Hey Kim, this, um, you know, this is, let's say Bonnie. And I was thinking about you today and I pulled up your information and I noticed I don't have your birthday or I heard that you have had a, had a grandchild or I heard that your son or daughter graduated or whatever that can be and you might have to go over to their Facebook and kind of get that information and kind of look and see what's going on in their lives if it's been a while since you've talked to them. So there's something that you can identify. You know, you just don't want to start popping off questions because you know how you are when somebody calls you and they're just wanting information, information, information and not taking a moment to say, hey, how you doing? How's life going? What can I do for you? You need anything, you know, and oh, and you know what, while we're talking, let me, let me get my, my records updated here. I see I don't have your birthday and I would love to recognize you on that day. And they're going to just go, oh, well, let me give that to you. That is a normal response into give, asking them something that they will be tickled to death to give you. Then you can go through and say, well, you know, let me make sure I have your email address correct because if you've changed it, I want to make sure I have it so you can get an email on all my events that I'm having, all the things that are going on in the industry, etc. And then you go into whatever else that you need from them. And as you ask a question, you talk to them about it, you know, so if you say, um, you know, my notes say that you had a dog named Lucy. Um, how's Lucy? Well, she passed away. Okay. Well, you're making a note. I'm so sorry to hear that. Oh, she's doing great. You know, um, things are great. Okay. When's her birthday? Because if you're a person that like me, I'm a big pet and I'm a big animal person. So if somebody was to send me a birthday card for my dog, I would be tickled to death. I would go, Oh my gosh, that is hysterical. And I'm going to remember you because you're probably the only person that did it. So it's thinking about the little things that you can do that stand out, 
okay? They don't have to be monumental. You don't have to send them a hundred dollar flower arrangement or take them out to dinner and all that stuff. It's just the little things to connect with them so that they know that you appreciate them now, you appreciated them in the past, and you're going to appreciate them in the future. Make sense? Yeah. So then, once we have done that, now, this is really important. So when you get off the phone with that contact, that past client, you're going to have all your notes in front of them. So as you're talking, you're going to make notes about little things that they have said or um, comments or anything like that, in addition to all the information you need to collect. Then when you get off the phone, and I probably should have backed up and said this first but what I want you to do is have you a stack of little note cards they could be like little thank you on the front get a picture you can go to any card store and just pick up a little package of them I mean you can get them at Target um, Walmart you know something like that doesn't have to be expensive and then get those ready get your envelopes ready get your stamps get your business cards and then when you get off the phone as you get off the phone with that person what I want you to do is review the information sheet that you have and all that information. And then what I want you to do is go take that and put it into your Excel spreadsheet or your CRM program, wherever that database is, so that you can update your records. You don't want to be doing that while you're on the phone with them because then you're going to be distracted. So I want you very focused. So that's why writing it down with a pen and paper is a lot better than typing it in because you know if you've ever been on the phone with somebody and they're typing in information you hear that clickety clickety click and then you can't pay you're like well are they even listening to me so be cautious of that but then what I want you to do is after you've entered all that information I want you to grab your thank you card and your pen and right then I want you to send that person write out a little note and say, hi Bonnie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. I've really enjoyed it. And you know, whatever that you can say that was important to them. You know, it could be that, oh, we just celebrated our anniversary. Oh, we're getting ready to go on a cruise. You know, something like that. So point out something in the conversation that is important to them and how it affected you doesn't have to be a big long story it's just like you know hey have a great time on your cruise love to talk to you when you get back um, take care Kim put your business two business cards fold it put it in an envelope write your envelope out put your stamp on it put it in a stack move on to the next phone call yeah this is gonna take a little time so you probably will spend about 15-20 minutes talking to somebody on the phone and then another five, maybe 10 minutes updating the records, sending a thank you card, and getting that ready to go to the mail. But that's the important part of it, is that once you've made that phone call, updated your records, now you've got your thank you card and you can send them that. When they get that in two or three days, they're gonna go, oh my gosh, she sent me a thank you card. Wasn't that nice? They're gonna remember that little extra effort that you took and that's gonna make them feel special. And that's what's gonna make them come back to you. And that's what's gonna make them wanna refer other people to you because you took the time. It's just taken a few minutes. It's not a big deal. I mean, turn off Netflix tonight and start going through your database. You know, and if you say, well, my favorite show is, you know, um, 
Stranger Things and it's airing tonight, you know, oh, I've got to watch that. Well, you don't because guess what? You can watch it anytime. So take that time you would spend watching TV and say, I'm going to spend 30 minutes a day in my database and I'm going to start really focusing on who my past clients are. I'm going to reconnect with them. I'm going to really start making an effort with those people instead of chasing the lead that may never happen. Okay. Now you do, you, people do get leads and they do pan out and they do buy, they do sell and all of that. And that is great. But those don't need your attention as much as what your past clients need. Those are the people that's going to be there for you in five years, in 10 years, in 15 years. And what you want to do is become the agent in your community that everybody is referring to. Okay. Some of you may live in a market that's highly saturated with real estate agents. You've got to step up your game. You've got to be really focused on how you're going to communicate with people, how you're going to appreciate them. And then you may live in a market that maybe not be, you know, so saturated and you might be a little bit more relaxed because, Oh, everybody knows me. I see everybody Friday night at the football game. They may see you, but they may not remember what you do. So let's think about that, okay? Just because they bought and sold with you does not necessarily mean that they're going to remember you as an agent when they're referring their friends and family and co-workers and everybody else to an agent. So then, now that you have that database, you know, it may take you three months to update it. That's okay because this is important to your business. This is probably the most important piece of your business. So it, it's worth the time, the energy, and the effort. And if you have somebody that can help you with it, then that's great. Have a meeting with that person and talk about what your goal is with your database and how you can have them help you with that information. Now, I don't recommend that they make those phone calls for you. I hope that you're making those phone calls, but when you fill out that client information sheet, then maybe your assistant or that person that's helping you can take that information and put it in the CRM program. Okay. Maybe they can write the thank you note for you, you know, but you need to make the initial phone call. You need to connect with those people or reconnect with them. Does that make sense? I hope it does. So once you've done that, then your database is all, let's just say we're jumping forward six months and your database is all organized. You've got your past clients, you know, you're, you're sending them birthday cards, you're sending them um, happy um, holidays, happy new year, whatever that is that you want to do. Then ready for 2018, you can sit down right now and create that strategy of how you're going to communicate with them next year. Okay. So hopefully you're connected with them on social media. Um, you're going to send them a birthday card. So there's one touch, but you should have at least one touch per month. You should have a client event every year. You should have a way to thank those people that send you referrals. Um, you should have the, the um, system in place where you are recognizing your community. You know, maybe you sponsor a charity or maybe you sponsor um, 
you know, the homecoming uh, dance that's coming up. You know, whatever that is that you're involved in and makes you happy is what you should be involved in in your community, whatever that may be, dog rescue, you know. Um, there's a lot of things that you can do that are not going to be time consuming, but they're going to attract the people that you want to be around. And then from there, what I want you to do is think about, you know, what can I do every month? You know, it doesn't have to be expensive and it doesn't have to take a lot of time. Maybe it's just a card saying, I'm thinking about you. Maybe it's, um, you know, the pumpkin patch, you know, Hey, join us at the pumpkin patch. Um, October 15th, bring the kids, bring everybody out. I'm going to have my camera there. We're going to take pictures and then I'm going to upload them on my website where you can download them and put them in your Christmas card or your Thanksgiving card or whatever that may be. You know, but think about the things that are going on in your community that you can be involved in, that you can bring your past clients and your referrals and your business associates and everybody in. So that's what I kind of want to talk to you about is just how to think about your database. Let's think about it in a new way and let's really think forward with what you're going to do with it. It's the lifeline of your business. If you don't have that, then you're really going to be chasing leads all the time. And you don't really want to do that. You want to be really focused on your business and you want to make it to where your business is running sufficiently, but you also don't want to have to just spend 15, 20 hours a day working in your business. You want to be able to enjoy what you have, enjoy your life. And by doing this, you can go back to your database, go back to your past clients, reconnect with them and put a, put a, put that strategy in place on how you're going to move forward. So y'all have a great evening. Uh, stay safe, take care, and we'll see y'all later. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in, and if you know someone, and I bet you do, who would appreciate this podcast, please share it with them. As a reminder, this podcast can be delivered directly to your favorite device by using the subscribe links you can find in the show notes below or over at unstoppablerealestateagents.com. Remember, it takes as much energy to wish as it does to plan. Have a great day.